1: Hey, just because everybody gets a sweaty crotch or inner thigh chafing doesn't mean you have to go through life with a sweaty crotch or inner thigh chafing. Old Spice has a new Below Deck powder spray to help you feel drier and cleaner down below. A new Below Deck anti-chafe stick to help prevent inner thigh chafing. Available in the family planning aisle at Walmart or online at walmart.com slash Old Spice Below Deck. Hi, I'm Mike Morheim from Dreamhaven. And you're listening to The Instance. (laughs) (laughs) warcraft podcast so you don't have to this is the instance hey everybody welcome back to the instance this is the instance episode 620 you, you don't blaze up at 620 what do you do at 620
0: Uh uh yeah well, uh, it's the day before Halloween, so you go out and egg your neighbor's house.
1: Oh, all right. Go egg your neighbor's house. Don't tell them we said it. Uh, toothpaste on the windows. Yeah. That's a rough one. Uh, it's really the exit of the problem, though. Don't egg their car. Well, I mean, car. You, can, you can
0: tell them we said it. They don't know where
1: we live. Yeah, Screw they don't them. know anything about us. But don't egg their car. That really, that literally, I mean, you're a car guy. You know what an egg sat too long on a car will do to a finish of a car? It's pretty bad. I actually have no idea, but I can't
0: imagine it's good. It's bad.
1: It's real bad. I've seen, like, the best paint job yeah. you could ever imagine they get an egg on there. Even mm. in a cool month where it's just sunny out, two hours later, you now have a permanent spot unless you go redo your, your whole car. So don't egg people's cars, all right? It's no good. No, it's no good at all. Don't do that. And if you do, keep it on a single panel so I can go to the junkyard and get
0: just that panel and not have to repaint the whole car, please, and thank you, thanks. Damn
1: straight. What you say is true. Uh, this has been a really educational moment for both of us, and we're glad you're all here with us to talk about World of Warcraft uh, because that's what we're talking about today. So sit tight. Here it comes. All right, we're going to talk about, of course, wow. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, and we'll get to all of it, including the release date that we got uh, yesterday and a few other things. But we're going to start with these side quests. We had a pre patch for a while, been a couple of weeks now. And I know a lot of you are playing alts, testing your new abilities, testing the changes that have come to your class. Your beloved classes you, we had hoped would never change, I guess, some of you. Uh, new builds and whatnot. Thought this might be a good time for Garrett and I to talk about our time in the pre-patch so far. Since we didn't have a show last Friday. Uh, but we did have that Metson thing on Tuesday. We'll talk about that a little later as well. Anyway, maybe we can talk about what we think what we've seen so far may, may or may not have anything to do with the Shadowlands experience. Or if this pre-patch is mostly just about new player onboarding and alt leveling, which it kind of is. Um, I'll start by just saying a couple of things that I noticed. This is a me thing, but I can't stop taking my tunes. Even if I go start them somewhere else, I can't seem to stop taking them to Pandaria. And I don't know what that's about, (laughs) except I really like that stuff. And I think the leveling there is really fun and the story is great. And I love the setting and the place and the look and the feel. It's to this point, Garrett, I'm going to say a very controversial thing here. I think it might be my favorite expansion that the game ever had in retrospect, maybe not at the time or while it was happening or any of that, because, you know, everybody always feels like they have to say freaking Wrath of the Lich King, which you're probably going to say. And I'm OK with that. I'm totally cool that it. everyone's up to their individual thing here. But for me, this tendency with five alts now got to 50 in the last two weeks. And mind you, some of them were 45, so they were very fast. It's no big deal. But I keep going, all right, well, I'm going to take him over to Wrath. Uh, and I'm going to do that guy over there. Oh, this doesn't look as good as it used to. Or Borean Tundra takes forever. I should have started. A bit a, like, I just kind of go, uh, you know what? Let's just hop back over. And I go back to Pandaria. And I've done that three of those five times. Oh, no, I'm sorry, four of those five times. Because the Pally I'm currently leveling, which is getting there. He's almost 40. Uh, And I started him from zero. He'll, he has spent... He spent most of his first 20 levels in uh, Wrath, and I moved him to Pandaria after that. So I don't know what that says. I don't know what it means. Uh, For whatever reason, Pandaria for me is is a watershed moment for the game. It's when transmog items still look cool that you can wear today. It was like from that point on, it's where we all got that mount. No, that no us- that's just
0: straight up wrong. Wrath Wrath is actually when things started looking cool enough to continue wearing them. <laughs> I
1: don't know, dude. Uh, I've seen some blurry ass looking stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have a, a subjective
0: conversation with you about about Pandaria. I really like it. I, th- I think it's a, a perfectly acceptable expansion to be your favorite expansion and all that. But don't you dare besmirch Wrath mm. of the Lich King, which had some of the best tier sets in the history of World of Warcraft.
1: All right, I'll give you that. The tier stuff, end game, all that, everything that's out of just- Old
0: War still holds up. Like everything, the swords, the, the the like. I've got a pole arm out of there. I still use on my rep pally. I love it.
1: Now great. Uh, that's funny you bring that up because I went to Old War just for. Shits and giggles with my uh, druid. Recently, level capped
0: druid. Because you want to put some neons on your uh, on your druid. I and just that's want how some do stuff.
1: It. Exactly. I just want to go get some of that stuff. There's also some pretty cool drops like ho deer drops that I like um, for uh, for the druid and stuff. So I just thought, yeah, let's get in there and let me just rip through that. I'll single. I'll, I'll solo this thing. And I forgot. I don't have the kind. Of that, uh, let me put it this way: druid, not the class you can solo old war very well with. It's not that anything lives very long you're killing everything with one hit it's no big deal because i think everything's like level 20 in there as the scale goes so you're just wiping you know you're wiping everybody out so the first bit getting to um the leviathan boss dude what's his name what's his what was his name what's the car or the tank the first thing you fight whatever they call leviathan is it just leviathan is that it flame leviathan i think flame leviathan that's it i knew it had two names Before you get we always just refer to it as Leviathan. There you go. Before you get to that dude, you got to lay waste to a whole bunch of other dudes and doing that process is fine, except uh, it's really tedious because there's just tons of it. You're trying to take down sub bosses so so that flame Leviathan is easier. So I went in there and went, well, what if I just go straight there and just kill stuff on my way, but I don't worry about the towers. I don't worry about the other objectives to make him simpler and easier because that was basically hard mode if you left that stuff up. I figure I'm that far enough ahead. I'll just go straight to him because I'm on a transmog hunt. This is just part of how I spent the last couple of weeks. So I get to him, did that fight a billion times back in the day in the in, when it was all new content uh, with a 10-man group and um, fought that thing. Got him to a phase or a stage where he freezes you. And I went, oh, right. Either I need to have someone else here with me because that freeze thing, you can't do anything about it once you're frozen. It's your, it's some other part of the team has to do, it. and I don't remember the mechanic is. They have to do something to get you unfrozen, or I have to go wipe out every single ad that are that's out in the tank area and make waste of all of that stuff, so that those added difficulties aren't there. And I think that freeze thing goes away, but I'm probably not going to find out because that was enough for me. <laughs> I got frozen, and then they hacked me to death, and it was a death of a thousand cuts. It took forever of me just in my frozen ice hole, and them going, shing, 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 and then I finally died. But I do have to say, going in there felt good. It's good to see that place again. All these old zones I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying all of it, but I just wanted to put it out there that as a return to place to go to take a new character from 10 to 50... And I tried Outland. I tried all the stuff they've got associated with uh, uh, with uh, the uh, dragon expansion. What's wrong with my brain? With uh, Cataclysm and Legion, all of it. I like that leveling experience the most. And I think it's because it's all focused on these new beings that have been there, shrouded in mist and mystery all this time. And so every quest is like, oh, slow down we need to go pick the corn and give it to the thing. And then we got to fight some shah you didn't know was out there and just new stuff. It feels new and different and really crafted and artistically just nails it. So I guess my bottom line is I'm not saying wrath is bad. I'm saying it's a little long in the tooth visually. Okay. A little bit. Uh, and it's a fine time. It's a fine time, but there are also lots of go get me 20 of these still. Go get me thirty of these. Go get me a fifteen more of these. Bring them back. I, you Do know, it, it,
0: it, at least whatever it is you're killing has some of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: like,
0: <laughs> you know, you could go back to BC and you would notice very quickly that about one in twenty three has one of the fifteen items yeah. you're trying to collect.
1: Yeah, that's why I wasn't there very long with one of the characters. Actually, I dinged, I dinged the the um, the the last part of a an alt who was already forty five. Well, he was the I guess he was the uh the druid, but I did that in Outland, and you're right. Like whatever those quests were, I was doing, I wasn't even it's, sure I was in the right place because I'm like, I've killed fifteen of you. One of you is going to drop this, right? And then I'd look it up, make mm-hmm. sure I'm Wowhead, I'm on the right thing. It's like, yeah, it says they'll drop. Eventually, one drops. It's like, oh right, this expansion was all about limited random RNG dropping. Well, and it, it's real uneven too because there's a lot of quests that are perfectly fine. I kind of feel like
0: it's the same drop rate as modern quests, but. It feels like about every seven quests for a zone, it's just like, oh, hey, something is at the coming at you at the speed of vanilla.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that um I noticed about Pandaria that I really enjoyed was I like the hosen. I know they annoy people, not me. I find them to be hate them. hilarious. Absolutely my least favorite <laughs> like race addition to world of warcraft ever i love listening to, to rico complain and make up stories um in fact here i'm just going to share nope i'm, nope. I'm going nope. to share a little file here just a little brief audio capture of my of me running rico's quest the other day just hear this out here you go right. what the ook is wrong with your face <laughs> you you jeek Come on, dude. How do you not love Rico, the freaking Hosen? (laughs) <laughs> the they're disgusting.
0: They're just a bunch of poo flingers. I, d- I have this
1: in real life. Like I go to the
0: zoo. I don't like monkeys, man. They creep me out. I think they're gross. They look like hairy people that like playing with poo.
1: They're just, there's oh, nothing about this. them I I'm didn't into. Know this I had no idea you had a thing with monkeys. Yeah, that's I don't great. like monkeys, man.
0: They're creepy unless like they're little tiny spider, like cute spider monkeys or lemurs. Totally into those. Okay, but, like, what, are,
1: what about the the, like, the Indiana Jones one that ate the date and died? What about that little guy? Uh, that, that's that's
0: as big as the monkey can get.
1: Okay, before. Like, I am, I'm no longer interested or think it's
0: cute. <laughs> I forget what type of monkey that is. But, yeah, because it's the same one that's in uh, Ace Ventura. Mm. And that is it. That is my size limit for a monkey to still be something I want to, like, go, oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so funny. What it's, yeah. Oh, look at it. Look yeah. at him. Look at his little personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get bigger than that, you start getting into, like, uh, ape uh, range and stuff like that. I'm ape out. Ape range. Dude, I, <laughs> I want nothing. can't do
1: the ape range. <laughs> you no, know, chimps, man. Chimps. Yeah. Creep <laughs> me out. Yeah. Plus, they can pick you up and huck you if they wanted to. They're strong.
0: Gorillas are kind of cool. They're like just so jacked. They're they're basically like a,
1: a wow monster. Yeah. You shave cool. those guys down too, and you're just like, what muscle is this under here? This is crazy. Not that I ever yeah. shaved one down, but I've seen one. Anyway, the point is, I like the hosen. Good thing the Ana- the alliance doesn't have to deal with them much, so good on them, I guess. But um, as a, as a horde player, uh, lots of hosen. I l- had a lot of fun with that. And I have, in the last two weeks, like I said before, Pandaria aside, leveled uh, five new alts, a sixth on its way. And that says something. That says, A, I've been super engaged, but B, it's very fast. It's not a, uh, you know, we're talking about two weeks of time. Now, I didn't start everyone at zero, mind you. I've done that twice, or excuse me, once to full. And then the rest were either partials or I'm still working on another one from zero to, to 50. Um, But all of these guys that have been sitting in my alt list forever, just sitting there languishing at level whatever they used to be, now are like average 40, 45, some cases 35. That's fast. That's a very fast process. And I think that's on purpose. And it actually feels great. Like, I feel great about taking these guys and getting them current. It feels like an alt-friendly thing to do. Whereas something like, I was talking to somebody yesterday, Legion is viewed by a lot of alcoholics as a terrible expansion. Because that game was not alt-friendly, like, at all. And so...
0: Yeah, and it it carried into BFA as well. BFA is really not particularly alt-friendly either.
1: No, even though I would level dudes up in that expansion, I would park them and then not do anything with them. Um, Yeah. Because that just
0: Part of it is you're enjoying the new experience. Like, if you're actually trying to get geared up in BFA, you run into the issues of BFA immediately. Right. right. And... uh, we might it's it, to me, it looks like we might have the same issue in Shadowlands because of just how could the covenant system works.
1: Right. And, and, and that's maybe that's just the, that's just wow. And that's how it is. It's never maybe been truly all friendly. <laughs> like, uh, well I, well, I, oh, I really disagree with that. Um, well, I think, in until what way? Well, how would you it was, describe well, it? Tell me when it was, tell me when it was the most all friendly
0: in your mind. Basically, actually, you no, know, it was probably before why, because the garrison, you had to do some quite a bit of catching up as well. Um, but, like wrath, I, like I always go back to wrath because I like like just gearing through badging, through badges, and you yeah. can get badges from all sorts of different. Uh, like you just run dungeons and and catch up on gear and whatnot. Right. Um, that of course you know, I'm more. I, I think it, you know for a lot of people it probably legitimately Scott comes down to and this is not prolific. What you like doing? I like wrath the most because I could catch up through dungeon runs because that's my favorite thing in the game. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, no. I didn't. I'm with you. I think that that yeah, was and, and uh that was a better time for that stuff. The problem is the more complex the systems they lay on top of this thing, the more single character specific it feels like the game gets. Um and if you're really yeah. playing, like if you're playing all the time and it's all you do, well the game can be as alt friendly as you want it to be if you have all the time in the world to dedicate to doubling up all the time. But I can't, I can't do that. Not that level, you know? So in a weird yeah. way, in a weird way it feels like Blizzard gave us a gift here and said, "Look, what if we gave you the fastest, fastest leveling progression of all time, and gave you no excuse not to get some of these languishing characters all up to snuff, so that when Shadowlands launches, you personally have more choice than just, well, I guess I'm doing my hunter again, or I guess the mage is coming out, or whatever. You might, you might lean a different way because you had some, uh, you know, some also some brief recent experience in this in this pre patch. And you may say, well, I feel like the Druid is my main for the next expansion because I really like playing Feral. I don't know why you would because Feral sucks. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throwing shade at the cat people. What I'm are gonna, you doing? I'm going to get in trouble for that. I just know it. I don't like Feral. I wish I did. I just don't know what it wants uh, send to be. Your, send your emails to Scott specifically. I wish I liked it. I ended up doing balance almost the whole time because it just Feral. Is a it's, it's
0: never particularly clicked with me either, but, but like... It's a cool fantasy. he get to turn into a cat and run real fast. No, and go stealth a, It and is.
1: It is a cool fantasy. And I will admit, I change into cat form anytime I'm in a place where I can't mount. Uh, so it's a nice bonus of like... what. That's, that's
0: that? like the best thing ever to be doing Ulduar. Yeah. Even when you get past the damn Flame Leviathan. Which, by the way, Scott, just figure out which of the towers is the freeze effect. Only take that one out and then move on through Flame Leviathan. Yeah, but it means I gotta go restart it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you'll get used to it, you know, for your your weekly runs and you'll you'll, you'll have it out
1: because nope. i do want to flat. get all the trans. i have a lot of transmog from that from at the time i ran that naturally so uh i don't know just in the mood transmog's so good right now and also i mean the other thing i spent a lot of time doing was sitting around these barber shops just tweaking everybody out and uh oh yeah all i love it place i love that stuff do you have a favorite do you have something that you did that you went oh man that's the barber shop to have for it, that guy it, it,
0: it should probably not surprise you that I'm really excited about all the new haircuts. Yeah, you're stoked. I, I, w- you would. I would imagine that that wouldn't come as a surprise. No, uh, no, no.
1: Let me let me see. Nope, I am not shocked. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: on like uh, as someone who like I'm I'm kind of tolling around on the alliance again right now. Really liking all the new additions to night elves. I love that they can get a Teldrassil burn scar. I think that's awesome. Mm. Um, and they added just some really good kind of as I would imagine your hair would look if you just ran around the woods all day. Like they've got some really good, like, you know, chunky, wispy long hair styles that just look so much more natural than anything that's been in the game until now. So, uh, not to mention the beards on male night elves are off the freaking chain.
1: Now they are just amazing. Proper beards for the night elves. Finally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, what's funny is, um, so on the orc side, I know you don't like orcs, but they have this, really great face paint stuff that you can contrast heavily with whatever their skin color is. No, <laughs> man,
0: dude, they've sold me on Orcs now. I yeah, love they it. They've so got cool. the straight
1: up uruk eye going on. Yeah, they're vicious. And so the first thing I did was take Gerp in there and I chipped. I took his one of his tusks and did the chipped tusks. So only one of his tusks is good. The other one's like broken. And then this whole side of his face got a big old scar right down his eye and down his cheek. And they let you change all, you can have two different eyes. So this eye is like all white, like it's been blinded. And then this eye is just green like it used to be. So now it looks like he just had the living shit kicked out of him. And I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love that stuff. That is a great thing that they've added. I'm so glad they did it. It took them way too long and it's still not at the level of some MMOs and the lengths they go to for character customization, but I will freaking take it. I'll take
0: it. I mean, for by, by wow standards, it's, it's a huge leap forward in customization Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I maybe I'm weird. I'm 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 sure some people do this, but I used to like take my main every expansion once the barbershop became a thing mm-hmm. and age him slightly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make the hair slightly like grayer. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe choose a different face that has some more wrinkles or whatever. And I've and now I've I've kind of like got to the point where it was just complete white hair and I was just like well, I kind of just want turquoise hair now yeah. on my night off. So, I think I'm just going to he's done being old. I get you. That's
1: cool. No, anyway. I, it, and it's, you know, I don't know. There's just more to it now. It used to be sort of dumb. Now it's like a meaningful addition to the game and it goes really well with trans mod people who want to do a bunch of that, which I'd love that too. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot, there's a lot to like about those additions and I can kind of, I'm, I'm, I can see why they felt like everything they gave us in the pre patch was good enough to hold a lot of people over during a delay. Um, which again, we have news on that. And we'll get to that a little bit later, but that's one thing. Okay. Here's the other thing I wanted to make sure to mention about this experience. And I don't know if I mentioned it here or a different show, but Lore Walker Cho floated around on his butt a lot and it's a weird bug. And I don't know why you it's did mention again. that. Did I? Did okay. That. Last that's... time I was on the, sh- well, did you do the re- a show last week, we didn't, but the week before that we did. Okay. It. And yeah. we talked about it some, um, uh, I think it's cause I went through with another alt and went through the experience again. And I thought, Oh, maybe it won't be bugged this time. And it was totally bugged. He's just floating on his ass everywhere. <laughs> It's really weird. Doing his Um, best Baby Yoda impression. Yeah, I go, come here and hear my story. I'm like, please stand up so I can talk to you like a normal person. Anyway. well, the real Lord Walker show please stand up? (laughs) He's got some sweet. Yeah, don't act like you've never seen a Pandaren before. (laughs) He's dragging his weird tail around and that's how he floats, I guess. But anyway, what I was going to say is this. We talked about it before, but I think I have a solution. I don't know why we didn't bring this up last time, but it's unceremonious when you ding 50. In this content, when you start a new character or have an old alt and you're working them through, especially an old alt because you're definitely going to end early. Um, But even with a a, a starting level one through Exile's Reach, level 10 through everything else, if you just stick to one expansion, you're not going to do the entire expansion. You will level 50 way before you get there. In fact, I'm not even sure my paladin's going to leave the second zone in Pandaria before... He dings 50. Now, he did spend some time in Wrath, so, you know, give or take. But my point is, it. I, even if all you did was spend your time in one expansion, you will ding 50 well before you see the fruition of all of that content. And it's really unceremonious. There's a big thing on the screen with a timer, with a minute, and Chromie pops in and goes, well done, hero, freaking get your ass to Mars, and then that's it. That's your whole <laughs> well, business. Well, Chromie is just Mickey. Yeah, she's a mouse doesn't have genitals. There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> that's the truth. Anyway, so that that's a thing that I don't think is great. I think they could have done something there, even just a toggle that says, um, hey, you've you've leveled all the way to the maximum. Do you want to just keep going here and experience the content and have some scaled uh um a potentially scaled uh, uh gear that you would get from some quests and that sort of thing in gold or whatever. Or do you want to go back to Orgrimmar and be done with this time, this timeline? And, and, and that choice alone would be a huge boon to that experience, I think. Right now, here's the solution for those who haven't thought of this. Most of you have. But if you get that far, stop at about 49 and three quarters, right before you're about to ding 50. Fly to Orgrimmar or Stormwind. I don't know where each of these NPCs are yet, but they're find them on Wowhead. There's two NPCs in each major city. And they will pause your XP. I don't remember when these guys were inserted into the game. It feels like maybe Wrath or maybe it was Cataclysm. I don't remember. But they will pause your XP growth and then go back. And you can go as long as you want without any problem. And then to ding that last quarter would take nothing. You could do it anywhere. So that's a way to extend that stuff out. It's not super elegant. It's a little bit makeshifty. But, uh... It'll it'll solve that issue if you remember to do it. Because <laughs> I was gonna do it with the with the uh, the freaking um, uh, the druid, and I got all the way down there, and I was up, I, and I was like, "Oh, if I turn these two in, I'm not gonna ding. I'll do these two, and then I'll go back." I, I dinged, and then I was like, "Shit, now, there's nothing you can do once you ding." Because <laughs> the timer, when I, the timer I, runs out, I, you're I, sent back to Orgrimmar or to Stormwind, whether you like it or not, you're done.
0: Yeah, I, I, this, this, I'm sure there's a million. Better ways they could do it, but like I get it, it'd be weird, right? Like if you're just going forward and and not progressing, worth the damn, because you're not going to get gear that's worth it and right. you're not going to get any XP. But I, I, boy, it would be cool if they made that part of the next catch up mechanic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when they start adding catch up gear and stuff, you know, at whatever the point one patch in Shadowlands or the point two patch, they start adding catch up, just layer it on top of this. Like, let me just finish leveling and any gear I get is kind of like a I don't know, X amount of item levels below whatever the previous raid tier was.
1: Yeah. Or even if you just look at this as a gold sink of, not sink, but a gold, uh, an earning opportunity where you're just going to sell a bunch of gear that maybe isn't great for you after that fact. And you get a bunch of quests, uh, gold and all that. And you just come out a little better financially on the other side. I just think it's indelicate to go, up. Oh, you're 50, get, the, get your ass back here. You're done. Like, it's just weird. It feels weird, is weird. And I don't like it. So maybe they could fix that. Maybe they won't. Maybe they don't care after. I mean, maybe I don't even care after Shadowlands because look, I'll have my six alts. They'll all be max level. When the when Shadowlands hits, I'm not going to go. All right, I'm off to make new characters. See guys, I'm not doing that. Then that's what the pre patch was for. So I won't even care about this in a month. Ooh, hint about the uh, the release date. <laughs>
0: Because yeah, yeah, no one listening to this show knows already.
1: So uh, before we get <laughs> to any of that, Garrett, why don't you tell me how Blizzard's most recent, uh, well, I should say Activision Blizzard's most recent uh, earnings call went.
0: Oh, well, Scott, uh, well, they, they had it. Um, and uh, it turns out Activision had 111 million monthly active users in the second quarter, which is down from Q2. They had 125 million in mm. Q2. But it's up from Q1, which was 102 million. Uh, Blizzard, however, had 30 million MAUs in the second quarter, which is down from 32 million in Q1 2020. It's also down from Q4 2019. Hmm. Uh, As far as World of Warcraft is concerned, MAUs were stable year over year. Uh, They also said that the World of Warcraft franchise engagement is at its highest level for this stage ahead of an expansion in a decade with Shadowlands pre-sales well ahead of any prior expansion. In a
1: decade? That's crazy. Yeah. Ten years of of the 15? That's pretty insane. They didn't give us specifics there, but that's crazy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm curious what they're measuring engagement by. That's a really vague buzzword right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hours played in Hearthstone grew year over year in the third quarter.
1: How do you grow year over year in a third quarter? Third quarter meaning third quarter last time. They've grown over that. Okay, right? cool. I assume that's what they mean when they say that. I assume. Yeah, but they also
0: mentioned that the Battlegrounds mode uh, was seeing sustained strong engagement since its release last November. That's because it's great.
1: Yeah. That is uh, Hearthstone and over- for me. That's the whole game for me now. That's Hearthstone for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it's It's... <laughs> a force on
0: Twitch as well. If you look at view numbers, yeah. uh, Overwatch continues to have a large and dedicated community with 10 million, uh, MAUs in the quarter, uh, which is, I mean, we're four years since launch. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, they also mentioned that Diablo Immortal will soon enter external regional testing. What, what, what do I even take away from that? Scott,
1: I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean? Extended Lots of things testing? are externally
0: external to a region. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm no longer even excited about the game if I ever was really. I'm more excited about the process of seeing that game come to fruition at some point. Like, that's what's interesting to me now. So, whatever this regional external testing means, now I'm just, I just want to see it happen. I want to see a game appear out of that mess. And it sounds like maybe we will. I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And then uh, finally, they pointed out that the Shadowlands release date is the 16th anniversary of the original World of Warcraft release. Um, Scott, do any of these numbers or or vague uh, accolades surprise you?
1: Uh, a little bit. I'm a little surprised. I shouldn't be, I guess. The Hearthstone number surprised me because uh, I guess I just didn't give credit to uh, Battlegrounds and how much that is that game now for so many people. That really breathed a bunch of new life into it. So I think that makes, that makes sense yeah. the more I think about it, but I was surprised to hear it.
0: I always find it interesting to pay attention to what metrics they're putting forward Mm -hmm. because they clearly choose them for very specific reasons because they say hours played in hearthstone grew up year over year they didn't say users or registered accounts or anything of that nature
1: sure they are vague about a lot of these things like we still don't know this is uh, this one about world of warcraft franchise engagement is uh, at the highest level at this stage ahead of an expansion in a decade with shadowlands pre-sales way ahead of any prior expansion that's that's that sounds good, right? That's going to sound good to, to shareholders. Well,
0: measuring but. pre-sales, okay, cool. I know exactly what that means. That yeah. is a measurable metric that I understand. Right? Engagement, though. Yeah, what do what you is consider engagement? I don't engagement? know what that
1: means. I mean, I I see all my friends list is packed with people playing pre-patch. So, oh yeah, mine too. Little 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 bitty, you know, personal data that suggests that there's a huge uptick in excitement uh, for the new expansion and for the whatever content they have out now. So, so sure, I guess there is some of that. There is some of that evidence from a uh, sort of a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? There's, a, there's empirical evidence that, they, that, that they've got excitement behind this thing or whatever the heck engagement means. But they're so vague about it, I don't really know. Um, and also 10 years ago, what are we talking? Uh, cataclysm, I think. So this would be coming off of the highest point. Uh, the ever been yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I think so. Um, there's a lot of anticipation yeah, it, for that. Not saying it's going to be received as well or poorly, Shadowlands, that is, versus something like Cataclysm. I'm just saying, people were real excited about Cataclysm at the time, right?
0: Yeah, but we were also coming down off of the, still to this day, highest peak that World of Warcraft has ever achieved during Wrath of the Lich King.
1: Mm, good point. Also, I would I would guess, and I don't have any data on this because they didn't share any, but I assume whatever's happening in Classic in terms of quote-unquote engagement is lumped into this because they don't cut that out at all in the in the earnings call. They don't Never once do they go. Oh, and classic is up by this much. They don't even quantify it. So I assume anytime we hear about World of Warcraft and the fifteen dollar account that you pay for every month, they're talking about all of it in one big pie. If I'm if I'm wrong, some if somebody correct me. But I'm pretty sure that's that's all in there. Uh, the other thing that surprised me a little bit was. Um nothing. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> and I guess I already made myself clear on the on the immortal thing. I just want to see something happen. Whether it's good or bad, I don't care at this point. I just want to see something happen. So maybe it will. All right, moving I'll on. See it. Uh Chris Metzen, you may have heard of him before. Former creative director of all franchise development at Blizzard. Retired for a couple of years there, hanging out, chilling, and uh, spending time with his family. Came out of retirement. And if you listen to last week's episode of The Instance, or Tuesday's rather, you heard the interview I did with Chris about this very thing. We talked about this and about a few other things, Dreamhaven and his time at Blizzard and some other stuff. But most of that interview was dedicated to what he wants to do in the future. And the news this week is they've got a brand new project. And it's along with his pal and fellow veteran game partner, Mike Gilmartin, cool dude uh if you've seen the videos of this announcement you've seen that guy sitting there right with, there with chris anyway they launched, launched a site called war chief gaming WarchiefGaming.com. the new company will focus on in-house and outside ip tabletop games getting to the roots of medicine's love for world and character creation again we go way deep into why that is his motivator on that episode so do check it out if you haven't um the one thing i wanted to mention uh, again is that there have been no specific titles announced or any partnerships announced or any of that stuff Yet yeah, it's a small Irvine-based team. They look like they're ready to take advantage of the resurgence of tabletop gaming in recent years. So I think the timing's really good. But more importantly, this puts Chris back in his creative space, uh, which I think is good for all of us. Anyway, uh, speaking of former employee, uh, employees at Blizzard, quick thanks and best of luck to Dave Fargo Kozak, who is leaving Blizzard after 12 years. Of amazing work for multiple teams over there. He was on the WoW team. He did a bunch of stuff yeah. for other things. He is you. You have played some of your. I, you may not know them by name, but some of your favorite quests were Dave quests. He built some amazing content in World of Warcraft. Uh, his final job over there on the Hearthstone team. I would argue he was one of the best. That was one of the best moves they made. He kind of quickly became the face I was most interested in. Uh, when it came to, hearing he kind of
0: picked up the torch and kept it going after Ben Brode left.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, in a really meaningful way too. Not, not just the, you know, this sometimes that can happen and you're like, Oh, he's not as dynamic as the last guy or whatever, but he, he stepped into that role and made it his own. It was great. Yeah. Um, there was a, people memed it, but there was one time they
0: they were talking about a card change and Ben Brode referred to the soul of the card. And uh, I, I would say there was definitely like a soul to the OG team five crew and like Kosak really kind of like still embodied that and mm-hmm. carried it forward when a lot of the original team left to go form second dinner.
1: Right. And I, I have a I mean, by the way, he's leaving for another game studio He's going to a company called Deviation Games. They're L.A. based and uh, we don't know what they're working on yet, but he says he's excited to tell people he's in a creative lead position there. And we're super excited for him. So best of luck today. But he and I have a weird history. Um way back Uh-oh. And oh yeah, this is great. You'll love
0: it. We hear about the, the Johnson Kosack feud of, <laughs> no, there's of no 2008.
1: Feud. Nothing but happy times, but way back in the GameSpy.com days. For all some of you old farts who remember, games GameSpy.com was a big deal. Like back then, you got you played your multiplayer games there. So if you were playing Half Life One multiplayer, or you were playing freaking Unreal Tournament or whatever, you had the GameSpy client because that's what you would use to do matchmaking and find servers and all of that. They also had a site, and on that site there was gaming news and other content, and it was kind of this cool thing at the time. It was a really rad place to be. And they ran two things there when I was there, or when I not when I was I didn't work there, but I I did I started my MyExtralife.com comic there, and that's where we launched it. And they reached out to me and said, Hey, you want to do this? I said, Absolutely. So it was like me and Scott Kurtz had PVP over there at the time, and John Kavalik was doing Dork Tower, and all these cartoonists were doing game related comics on GameSpy.com. And also, alongside that, was this comic that was screenshots in World of Warcraft, but jokes around stuff that would happen in WoW. And that author was Dave Kozak. <laughs> what yeah i think i've seen some of these i didn't know that was him and it was called uh oh what's the name of it it was about a dwarf named someone in the chat's gonna gosh dang it someone's gonna remember this before i do anyway whatever it was called uh but it was this amazing comic everyone loved it it was great i remember the day was it just called Fargo? I don't think it was. It was something else. Not Big Red Kitty. It was a comic strip that he did for GameSpy. This is way back in like 2003 or four like a long. It looks like it is. was called Flintlock. Flintlock versus the Horde. There it is. The, 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 the Adventures of Flintlock or something with Flintlock. But yeah, Flintlock. And I mean, he may have had the first name of Fargo. I don't remember. But, but anyway, it was this thing. Now, here's the weird bit. At some point, don't remember the year, probably in 04 or 05, he gets the call from Blizzard to go work there. And he announces it. GameSpy comes to me and says, "Do you want to take over Flintlock because it's really popular and we want to keep it going?" And I said, "No, <laughs> I don't want to take it over because I think his is a singular vision, and it didn't seem to me that he wanted anyone to take his thing over. I mean, he they he basically they owned it now, so he could they could do whatever they wanted with it." But I always felt like, well, I don't want to take Dave's thing and try to do it justice just because you guys own the rights to it. And now Dave has no say. So I backed off that deal and um, didn't do it. But anyway, that so we have that weird originating history. And then you go all these years later, 2015, I'm at BlizzCon moderating a community area panel about, uh, about the yet-to-be-unreleased but barely-announced Legion expansion – and Dave Kozak's on that team at the time, Celestalon also, who's also over at Hearthstone now, but they were all there and I'm and everybody and we're just having like people in the audience ask questions and all this. And there we are, like 15 years later, me and Dave having a conversation about World of Warcraft <laughs> and we had all this weird, funky history in the back that was always just interesting. So anyway, that just, I, didn't, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, that guy, I, felt like I should have told you before because it seemed I know you and Dave talked to you really think highly of him. It seemed like a thing we would have talked about, but we never did. But anyway, he's awesome, and we just wish him the best of luck, and we know whatever it is he does next will be rad. That's yeah,
0: I'm going mean. to miss him as I do all the Teamfight folk who have left, because they're just rad people. They are rad.
1: Very just rad. Kind and fun to talk to. Uh, the chat I'm putting in, both Warga- or uh, com site and uh, one of Dave's tweets about his plan. So
0: The, the warchief gaming announcement is ridiculous uh, for me, because like Dude, when friggin' Hearthstone got announced, I had I had just started playing Magic. I'd maybe been like nine months mm. into playing Magic the Gathering, and then Hearthstone got announced and I was like, huh. Okay. <laughs> I just started painting Warhammer minis. Yeah.
1: Like two months ago. You're predicting it. You're predicting the <laughs> I
0: whole have thing. Three three minis that I finished painting. Wait, <laughs> what
1: are you doing next that we might be able to predict the next big thing? What what do you got? Um, <laughs> do you see all those guys? Have- There's a new company called uh Frost Giant Games—they're making a new RTS. Making a new RTS, yeah. It's all ex-Starcraft two guys, big big time guys from Blizzard. Uh, boy, I, yeah. Best of luck to you. That's RTS man, hard. Sure, that is a
0: bold direction to go.
1: Yeah, not exactly in vogue at the moment. Um, I would have been less surprised if they had said, "Oh, we're going to do a next generation MOBA or something." Like if they just said that, I would have said, "Okay, well, at least you're in the ballpark of what people want from their RTSs these days." But. There will always be some nostalgia and some fond feelings for things. And Starcraft 2 is the king of them all. So if you want that itch scratch, you can go do that right now, yeah. despite them stopping commercial support for it, basically. But um, yeah, like I don't know how I feel about it. But it was it's cool to see those guys have a plan. And they've already got $4.6 million on Kickstarter for this, for this uh, project. So doing all right. It'll be okay. And Frost Giant's a cool name. I like it. Yes, it is. All right that's that but now our main quest we have a new date to the prom that's right everybody just in time for thanksgiving world of warcraft shadowlands arrives on its new date and time of november 23rd there's some other important dates i'm gonna rip through these real quick but then we'll talk about the expansion on november 10th we get the pre-expansion launch event that is in what a week and a half so bite your friends yeah pretty quick Invite your friends. Get them in there. catch No, bite your friends. Bite them. You're going to be a zombie. Bite them and invite them. And then bite them again. Uh, November 23rd, the expansion launch, which we mentioned. So if you were hosting Thanksgiving, maybe try to get out of it. Uh, Not that a lot of people are (laughs) hosting Thanksgiving, but you know what I mean? I have become the turkey cooker in the last two years. Have you now? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm this will uh, be year three of cooking the turkey okay hold on we can't just jump past this do you got any uh hot tips like what do you do what do you do to the bird
0: uh follow alton brown's recipe blindly
1: oh well then that's what we do as well yeah uh all right then you got december 8th castle netheria uh releases the shadowland season one or releases and shadowland season one begins on the 15th you get mythic castle netheria and raid uh, finder ring one that's fun to say over and over and fast. January fifth, raid ring, raid ring, raid finder wing two, on the nineteenth, wing three, and on the second of February, wing four. So schedule laid out for those common things we get with expansions every time they launch. Uh, here's what Blizzard said in a statement on the official site on behalf of the entire World of Warcraft team: I'd like to extend a heartfelt thank you for your patience as we continue to work on Shadowlands, and for all the words of support after we made the tough decision to delay the game. Today, I'm happy to share that the expansion will be arriving on November 3rd at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's November 24th at 12 a.m. CET if you're in the UK. Uh, We'd like to thank everybody across the WoW community who helped us get where we are today, including players leveling up new characters in the Shadowlands pre-patch and keeping Azeroth's barbers extra busy, as well as all the beta testers who continue to provide us with invaluable feedback on the expansion. Um, Moreover, here are the times. So if you are not in America or aforementioned Europe, here are your other times so in america 3 p.m pacific on the 23rd in europe uh which we're listening as cet what does that stand for c e t whatever it is central it.
0: they know what it central is central eastern time is that what it is oh, wait for europe that that makes i don't know what they no. do over there usually that's what that means but that's probably what it means weird i have no idea i don't usually see it that way but Anyway, no, no, no. I'm, I didn't realize it was uh, it was it was Europe. Oh, Central European Time. Oh, Central European right Time. In the chat room is saying,
1: Duh! "Thank you." Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm their clocks already forward. changed, so they're I'm already am. effed up over there. But that's twelve a.m. for them on the twenty fourth. Okay, this is a si- simultaneous launch, by the way. So that's why these, if these seem staggered, it's just because they're all going to happen at the same time, just on a different clock. Uh, Taiwan time, CST. You're looking at seven a.m. November twenty fourth. In Korea, you're looking at 8 a.m. that morning. Uh, in uh, ANZ, which I w- ANZ uh, Australian, New, Australian Zealand. New Zealand, it's like your what do you call that though? It's your servers, your oceanic times, basically. Uh, anyway, 10 a.m. on November 24th, and UTC is 11 p.m. November 23rd. So name of our local mall? Oh, really? The UTC? <laughs>
0: UTC, yes, the University Town Center. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: How, I mean oh, wow malls even I don't remember malls hardly I used to love a good mall It used to be one of my favorite things on this planet <laughs> now I don't want to go there don't really have the desire uh so Apologies there you for go the derail podcast listeners um <laughs> 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 but we're gonna be we're gonna all be I mean 3 p.m on the afternoon of the 23rd Are you kidding me I'm so excited I can barely stand it and that's what Wednesday yeah it's a Monday Monday I'm sorry oh that's good then because Thursday's Thanksgiving. It's a huge holiday. Mondays are great States. for me. Yeah.
0: Nobody ever wants to. All my clients are too busy with like their normal meetings on Monday. They don't have time to deal with their contractors. Yeah. I mean, as far Mondays as. Mondays are wonderful.
1: Yeah. I think it's good. How do you feel about the 10th and the the, the event? I mean, that's exciting, I guess. It's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, it's. I'm glad we got dates. Yeah. So. Yep. Not much to say except on. it's coming. So we're finally there. And I think this is official because two things happen that make it more official this time. And they're not going to slip again, despite CD Projekt Red pushing off another game. So, actually, this is probably good for a while, because they need to get... If they're getting in before uh, Cyberpunk, that's good. That's a good thing. But anyway, uh, it's more official because they said in their earnings call that this is the date. And you don't normally do that unless you're locked. They also put out a really rad video preview thing of a whole bunch of story beats from one would assume throughout this expansion coming up. Yeah, some new super shots hyped. that
0: we didn't see in the the recently released. All kinds Games of hype for
1: it. All kinds of hype because like there's the jailer, and here he comes walking down the street, talking to everyone he meets. Uh, what else? Uh, you got you got your Sylvanas in there saying. Yeah, this Sylvanas stuff. delivering some interesting dialogue. Yeah, uh, there's people saying stuff like this. What's different this time? Well, that's that's Thrall. He's in there. I see his face. Uh, this lady's in it.
0: Your heart is pure.
1: The wood wood lady. She's so freaking cool.
0: <laughs> she's cool. She looks like something straight out of a Guillermo del Toro film and I am <laughs> so freaking on board for her whole design. The winter queen. Yeah, oh, she's cool. Sign me up. Like just one step removed from Pan's Labyrinth. Love it.
1: Well, also fits in your 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 elf love. Uh, you know, tree hugging freaking elf weirdos.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm on like I like the tree assassin like warrior side of the night elves. I'm, I'm less into the druid stuff. Sure, but yeah. I
1: used to hate Malfur,
0: I like we. we you, everyone's heard me talk smack about Malfurion. Oh no, he's the worst. He's, a... the worst.
1: he's the worst. Turan, what a wet uh, he's blanket. Just, he's he's just too. He's barely. I don't even think of him as Illidan's brother. Like how how are they demons even are raining hellfire from the skies.
0: A major dragon just died, <laughs> and over in the corner. Is a smelly
1: hippie going to Rhonda. (laughs) Saurfang, you stabbed me in the back.
0: finish the job, Saurfang. Yeah, this is Saurfang not killing Malfurion is
1: why I don't care about Saurfang all that much. Well, where it got bad was when he was in. um, Oh, that's a funny thing, by the way. There's, did I talk to you about this? I think I must have, because where else would I have talked about this? But Saurfang, it may have been on Core, but Saurfang. Shows up in a bunch of early quest stuff in um, Wrath and Borean Tundra.
0: Yeah, we talked about this on the last. Did we episode, talk about it? Okay, like, yeah. And he's got he's like in his, his awesome new model, and yeah. there's just basic ass
1: garage. It's so weird hanging out. Yeah. The uh, other thing that threw me was in Pandaria. There's a big story sequence toward the end. Of, well, right after you get done with uh, Jade Forest, and you're off to Valley of the Four Winds, and you're doing the big Jade Temple thing with the dragon deal. And that all gets blown apart because they're having like a fight. There's a little fight there between the Alliance and the Horde, and they don't notice the shahs being created by them fighting there. But anyway, during that fight, it's a cutscene and it's a good one. It looks great in-game, but it's with the old models. Those didn't change until the next expansion. So the orc I've been working with this whole time doing Quest 4, talking to Nazgrim, been talking to him over and over. How's it going, dude? Very good. Now we got to go do this. right? Whatever. He looks great because there he is in his full new model. The cutscene starts and he's still voicing it, and he's like pointing to the Alliance, going, Go get him! And the Alliance are these terrible mustache looking, you know, old school models. Really threw me at first because they're not going to go read, you know, do that. No, that, that's a pre, it's
0: pre rendered, like, yeah. and that's why they look so good, right. but it also means they, they can't just swap models out. Yeah, it's very so, odd, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, 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 that's, you know, it's. How it goes. Yeah. Unless they did re-render it, which would be really cool. The, uh, the Halo 2 ma- uh, Master Chief Collection, like mm. all the re-rendered cinematics in that look amazing. And I would love to see that for yeah, World of Warcraft.
1: Same. I think that'd be cool if they did that. But anyway. anyway yeah, uh,
0: bring on Shadowlands, man. I'm so ready for this expansion. I'm so
1: ready. I know. I'm so I am so jazzed up. I'm so overhyped right now. I get this way every time. So yeah, here we are again. But I am very excited. The other thing that surprised me, it is, it is literally the anniversary of uh, World of Warcraft being launched in november same date in 2004 which is crazy to think about
0: i was a senior in high school and was not playing it well there you go i was playing guild wars
1: yeah and the ladies yes i was dating katie at the time (laughs) i was gonna say you're already pretty committed to katie at the time (laughs) uh not much of a player when that happens but that's good um all right hey well now we know that and that's really exciting Hey, just because everybody gets a sweaty crotch or inner thigh chafing doesn't mean you have to go through life with a sweaty crotch or inner thigh chafing. Old Spice has a new below-deck powder spray to help you feel drier and cleaner down below. A new below-deck anti-chafe stick to help prevent inner thigh chafing. Available in the family planning aisle at Walmart or online at walmart.com slash Old Spice below deck need to know what your questions are because scott's stupid he forgot to pull his up right before the show so he's gonna do it right now uh there we go instance questions they're right there all right garrett this is where we ask each other quick fire style questions and we try to answer them as fast as we can uh, You mean rapid a fire lot. style oh i mean rapid fire style gosh dang it i'm still <laughs> doing it so uh we're gonna do our best to do that we got one here from a uh, florida man from Moonrunner. so one of your people
0: Oh, hello. Well, g- greetings. We will now exchange the customary pub sub.
1: Yep. And it also sounds like he's talking directly to you with this because it's an inside thing. So let's see how you do. It says, right. when UFIT sends you an email, should you reply all? He says, you have to be, and U- it says, the UF inside joke Garrett might get now that he's a student. I'm wondering
0: if this person attends UF because I did reply all to UFIT email, and I got about 40 replies from people who were very angry that I did that.
1: Uh, see? We did. Well, you already figured it out. Well done. Uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. That's
0: pretty great. Oh, I was so I was just so like I had no idea, man. The, the, like trying to get set up for classes, I've never been an online student before. I had no freaking clue what I was doing. Right? Who
1: Who knows? It's a whole world happened between the last time I was in college. Yeah. You well,
0: know. you have my student email now.
1: Uh, go Gators. It. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, Amara Anara, sorry, from Lightbringer US says, "What is the best Reese's Peanut Butter Cup tree or egg?" I don't know. Oh, tree- egg, egg,
0: egg, What, what is Tree? Is tree? Is garbage. What is get tree? I don't tree out that out is. Of here. for
1: Christmas? They do Christmas trees oh the shape you mean okay
0: it'll i mean it'll it'll do it it'll get you there it's still a higher peanut butter to chocolate ratio than the standard reese's which is why everyone likes the egg in the first place but the egg is superior and just the best of all of the various
1: reese's shapes sure that makes sense okay about this one this is from fletch aka mighty wind on norgesil says this i've booked time off of work again but is a few weeks enough time to tie up the main loose ends before launch what do you think? It's pretty vague. Yes. I'll just say yes. I'll say yes, too. I think
0: you're I don't I don't know what your loose ends are. Uh, it, if it's your hair, you should ask someone to cut your hair for you.
1: <laughs> uh, here we have an anonymous uh, questioner asking night elves or blood elves. Oh, God. God. I'm actually I'm going to go with night elves. That's my OG. OK, OG, OG night elves. I like it. Here's a good one. Got two more. Uh, this is from Claws on Earthen Ring. Who jails the jailer? <laughs> right? This is the, the the watchman. The watchman jailed the jailer. Oh my gosh. The crossover IP costs alone are gonna put Blizzard out of business. Uh all right, well done. Uh final question <laughs> This is great. Belzung on Earthen Ring uh says, With Thanksgiving approaching, who is Wow's crazy uncle? <laughs> so like who do you want at the table that would be the ver- the version of a crazy uncle but is a wow character? Uh Garrosh is definitely a proud boy. Oh yeah, dude. You yeah. know he is. He'd be yeah. he'd be he'd be doing it now if he wasn't tra he wasn't tied down by elf magic or whatever the hell's going on in that mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Garrosh has really concerning opinions. Um that should raise all of the eyebrows and uh, not be accepted at the table.
1: <laughs> I agree. All right. Uh, well done. Now let's move on to any questions you may have received from me.
0: Uh, yeah, man. Yellowflower uh, wrote in, says, What did Guy Fieri do to earn his legendary Thunder Fieri, Blessed
1: Blade of the Flavor Seeker? Oh, my gosh. Um, he maxed cooking and... Uh, um, uh, slash... Uh, slash kissed all all the squirrels in the world. Those are the two things you have to do to get that. I think you also have to kill Nomi.
0: <laughs> oh, really? You have, to, you, you have to take Nomi out. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like yeah, it. Nomi, Nomi drops it. Yeah. Uh, at Sim Greenwood uh, writes After Shadowlands, would you rather we venture to a completely different world or come back to a changed Azeroth? Uh,
1: I like it when the game goes somewhere new. Um, but I also don't mind it when it's just a new chunk of space on Azeroth itself. So, so if it was another, Mists or Northrend or, you know, uh, Shadow Isles that sort of thing, just like give me another place we're just finding out about on the planet. That's fine with me. It doesn't have to be on some other world. I don't need that. But that is my preference. I don't want them to come back hmm. and revamp everything again. I think I think this, the game is in good enough shape now, and, and this level, this new leveling thing, has basically made that a moot point. Like those 50 levels if you want them are set now and you're good and it's fast and it's great and it feels good and it's it's good enough and there's no reason for us to think that they're going to go rehash anything cataclysm style but you know another landmass on the on the uh, on Azeroth herself would be fine
0: i'm just cracking up because chat room now is trying to find the uh u.s political equivalent of all of the world leaders in world of warcraft and it is really amusing
1: oh my gosh yeah i'm gonna have to look oh, at this good stuff in done. there chat room. Yeah, good stuff nice work.
0: uh josh josh daly wants to throw down scott i'm gonna i'm gonna assume this is meant in jest will garrett ever guest on core and why are you actively trying to stop this collaboration from oh we happening? would
1: totally have you on core that's no problem yeah, kind of have it be known. We're, we'll make if we if we can work it out. I mean, the the, tr- the trickiest part is all of us just have busy schedules, so it's not easy to necessarily be in other each other's other shows across the network. This is true, but yeah, we ever get a reason to make it happen, let's do it. I have no problem.
0: With oh yeah, there's a lot of requests for me to return to for Azeroth and hang out with Manny and Joss, but it's just like it's hard to hard to make that. It's happen. hard to make time. Got to make that time, yo. Yeah. All right, that was number three. Hat- at Porto Johnny wants to know, Scott,
1: what what, what WoW class would Kin be and why? Oh my gosh. Choose wisely. <sighs> what class? Not race, just class. Class. She would be... She would alternate between... <laughs> a... Uh, you know what? I'm giving her Paladin, and spec-wise what's the healing one a ret ret resto holy is holy sorry holy uh, i should be a holy paladin because she is a combination of like fierce don't get in my way sort of sword and shield oh my gosh that's formidable and she's very caretaky so she will she will heal everybody and keep you alive and if there was, and if he and he would have to be a really, he'd be the, he would, or sorry, she would also be the one that would bring the feast to every raid because she feeds everybody all the time. So she's high level cooking, feast raid making, paladin protector slash, uh, reviver. That's, that's her. Mm. Totally her. I almost all said right. priest and said that she would alternate between shadow and not, but she never gets that dark. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> at Comside Jedi wants to know uh you can only keep one the other disappears forever Korean barbecue or Mongolian barbecue
1: oh uh Korean stays Mongolian can go that I is love the correct answer I love them a both don't get me wrong it's great but uh, but I have had enough of both in my life and really legit versions of both that the Korean has to stay plus I have Korean relatives my brother and two sisters are adopted Korean and they they all dabble in the Korean barbecue arts and it's all amazing and I don't want to lose that. They're not going to suddenly go, "Hey, who's up for Mongolian uh, barbecue night?" That's not going to happen with my Korean brother and his house. It's not going to happen. I've never had Mongolian barbecue, but I've had a lot of Korean barbecue and I uh, love it. I've had some. Mongolian's Keep very it. good. I'm, thankfully, we live in a world where it's all going to stay. But I'm just saying, if you had to give me the choice, head you know, gun to my head, I'd, I'd take Korean. Uh, yeah. Well done. That was the last one. Only have one more. All right, final question at. Kriti wants to know, what used
0: to be in the jailer's chest hole? <laughs> His chest
1: hole? Yeah, what used to be in the jailer's chest hole, Scott? Uh, a small glass globe with a tiny goldfish in it. That's uh, when <laughs> he was nice. When he was nice. So...
0: It's like the, the director from Umbrella Academy.
1: It's just a just a fish swimming around in a yeah, fishbowl. It's just a little fishbowl. A little fish in there. It didn't it have like, like a it's, it's not like a symbiote controlling thing. It's just a fish. You know? And he probably, and that's why he's pissed. Somebody broke the thing, killed the fish. Now he's on, he's, he's hell-bent on revenge and taking Sylvanas' help and all that. I got this worked out in my head. I know what's up. Uh, Your heart. Whoops. <laughs> I not mean to play that. Uh, well done, everybody. Your questions are great, as always. And if you want to submit a question for me to ask Garrett, you go to uh, theinstance.net slash questions. For Garrett, you use the hashtag. Which is Garrett?
0: Rapid Fire Scott.
1: There it is. On Twitter. Use it or lose it. Now this. Mr. Johnson, I have, I have questions. All right. I got a quick email from uh, Roy, who wrote in. It reminds me, I went and dusted off one of my Alliance players on another server, Suramar, I think, named Roy. He is the highest level alliance character that I have, and he is a night elf, and he is a druid, so we'll see if I do anything with him. Greetings from Lanier on Doomhammers, is his in-game name. He says, I, uh, am I the only one that feels like we don't have a conclusion to how Azeroth is doing? I feel like this entire expansion, that being BFA, we were trying to save her. There is still this big-ass sword in her. We stopped Nazoth. Is she safe now? I feel like this part of B uh, B means BFA. BFA was very anticlimactic. Wondering what you guys had in terms of any thoughts or if I've missed something. Roy. I think Roy has a damn good point. I think Roy does too. I don't know how to answer this because, Bf, dude, BFA's narrative is a mess. Like, let's just be honest; it's all over the place.
0: Oh. It is a they loaded like seven different stories into a shotgun and fired it at an expansion.
1: But don't you think there's um, po- there's a possibility they can answer all of this in the in the very early beginnings of Shadowlands, right? They can get to some of that, right? Uh, maybe I
0: would. I'm kind of over it and don't care and would like to just Im- fully embrace the death goth cult that is the Shadowlands
1: expansion. But maybe we... Okay, so if I go to the Great Seal again, and I there's still a portal there yeah. to syphilis, and there's still... Syphilis? There's, did I say syphilis? What I say? jeez. <laughs> St- oh, I can never get that. Uh,
0: yeah, out. I take the portal to... Uh... Syphilis.
1: Syphilis. <laughs>
0: syphilis. After getting, after getting uh, some medication, <laughs> I take the portal. Get a shot and then go to the portal.
1: If that's, if that's always just going to be there and that sword's always gonna be hanging out there and Magni's always gonna be standing there, that's dumb. That's dumb. Let's not have that, Blizzard. Let's 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 get some closure on the giant freaking sword wound in the in this in the thing. It's, he's right. This is a big deal and should have been answered already. I don't even think, like you said, I don't care that much moving forward. I just want Shadowlands. Let's go. But it would have been nice. Some kind of something, just sort of a. I don't know what it would have to be. Not even a cinematic, just something to tell me what happened there. Mm, I yeah. I mean, I've never been penetrated with a sword, but I can tell you, I would let you know if I got over it. Okay. Or if I died from it, I would let you know, you'd know if I was penetrated by a sword. <laughs> Roy, great question. Thank you very much. This email came to us at the instance at gmail.com. You're encouraged to use that email as often as you like. That's the instance at gmail.com. Be like Roy. Ask great questions. Uh, you can also send us voicemails there, like from your phone, uh, little voice attachments if you want. I'm happy to play those. People do are always it. nervous to do that, but I'll totally play them. Not a problem.
0: Do it. Uh, okay. That's a great thing about voicemails, because it's
1: like really weird. If it sounds particularly bad, you can just not play it. Exactly right. So if they're garbage, I may not play them. But if they're good, I'll play them. Uh, okay, real quick. Uh, support us over at theinstance.net. Uh, I want to thank the following people. Shane Xavier, uh, Stephen Reith. I think is how you'd say it. Thomas Dodeline Jr. and Tiffany Lively, all of whom are just some of the people that support us on our little homegrown support page over there. Go check it out. Theinstance.net has all the details, what you get every month. Uh, I did this. Um, so we sent it Halloween, this. Scott. I think it's Tiffany Deadly on this. Oh, day. well done. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Deadly. Just for now, just for today. Um, yeah. but, uh, what was I gonna say, Oh, I, I did a new Gerpen Henry portrait thing, uh, that I'm very happy with. And it's just cause I've been in such a mood for a while lately. In fact, I'll share this with the chat real quick so they can see it. This is going to be used in a few things, but for sure, it'll be part of the monthly art that the collectible card, uh, that, that, that ships out to folks who support us will get. So on one side of the card, you will get a version of this art and, uh, on the other side, really cool, uh, back designed by Garrett Weinzerl. So if you want that, the only way to get it is at that level on our support page. Go check it out, theinstance.net and get yours today. Garrett, what else is going on in your world that we should mention before we go?
0: Oh, Hearthstone is bursting at the seams. So I would highly recommend if you are not already doing so that you go and subscribe to the Angry Chicken, wherever podcasts can be found and get yeah. caught up because they had the, a new mode has hit the game. It's in the game right now. You can go play it. Uh, they just announced the next expansion and they announced that the entire progression system of the game is changing and they're adding a battle pass Whoa. to Hearthstone.
1: Whoa. So
0: um, major, major upheaval uh, as, in terms of, of, of Hearthstone and it's all pretty rad stuff. So go check out the Angry Chicken. Um, and also if you are unaware, I have a, another World of Warcraft podcast called Wow Killer, uh, which I do with Taliesin, mm. um, which is on a two week break. Uh, as of this week, we had some scheduling problems this week and I'm going to be gone next week. But um we just put out our, I think we just put out our thirtieth episode. I'm, I'm really proud of the show. I think it's really coming into its own. Nice. So uh, go check it out. Yeah, Bob go color. look at that.
1: Go uh, give that a look for sure. Chat room. I just noticed something while Garrett was talking. There's this, um, this new sp- or Sprite Darters wings transmog you can get in the game. Have you seen this? It's a you just noticed this because people were so mad about this. I missed this. Um, well, what are they mad about, first of all? Because I think it's they're mad that you have, pay. You, have to, you have to you have to you have to
0: pay for the cosmetics, Scott. Oh, you got to pay a for paid them. It's cosmetic. Cosmetic. No, it's a slippery slope to buying tier sets, even though tier sets aren't a thing anymore. Yeah,
1: I think the fact that they haven't started selling more of this already is the bigger shock to me. Because of course they're going to sell this stuff, and I think it's fine. I don't mind. I understand that.
0: Like in the shop, I don't like the shop either, but like, come on, like this. is like, it's fine. It's like buying pajamas for your character. This is a far cry from buying armor sets.
1: Yeah. And the world's moved on guys. Come on. All right. Uh, that's right. it for all of that. Thank you all for listening to today's show. A reminder that the instance.net is where you get everything else you need from us. Uh, that includes, I don't know just information you might just need information I don't know go find it the instance.net. you can find Garrett on Twitter at Garrett Art find me at Scott Johnson the show at instance show and uh, that's going to do it for us for me for Garrett and for all of you we'll see you next time show is part of the frog pants network yes get more at frogpants.com